When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Filtered Sportscast. I am your host, Scotty German. Alongside me, I've got my two favorite goofy-ass comedians who I call friends. Uh, first to my left, I've got a very funny guy. He is the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hey, Scotty. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. What's going on? Oh, not too much. I uh, just got done, uh, you know, crowning a winner in a bet. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I sure did. Uh, we tried to actually film that. That got us kicked off of YouTube. We, yeah, we got kicked off of YouTube. Boy. And I think we can all kind of decide here, yeah, there there really were no winners. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you guys listening for the very first time, we made a bet. And uh, at the uh, – when, when was it? It was it was at the end of the season, probably like what, week the second week of the postseason or something like that. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about who was going to win Rookie of the Year. And uh, it was either Saquon Barkley or Baker Mayfield. I took Baker Mayfield. And, uh, well, the next guy that we're going to go ahead and introduce – yeah, a guy who apparently eats nothing but asparagus. <laughs> the wreck himself, Derek Alders. Hey, what's going on, Jeremy? Not much, Derek. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing really good now. I, I would imagine so. Nice and relaxed? Yeah, yeah nice and relaxed. <laughs> so Derek picked uh, Saquon and I picked uh, Baker, so we obviously know that uh, Baker did not win. And I want a blowjob from Jeremy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like I say, it no winners in this situation. <laughs> I wouldn't say no winners. A lot of dry mouth and teeth in that. I made sure of it. <laughs> Well, for, for those of you guys, we actually legitimately are ready to go up on YouTube today. We've got our banner. We've got everything uh, put up and ready to rock and roll. And I go to check uh, this uh, this afternoon to see if, uh, you know, we're good to go. And sure as shit, our, uh, our page or our, our channel is uh, apparently under scrutiny of some kind. I wonder why. Foul language? Maybe. Blowjob? Maybe. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. So I think I've got to fill out a form and contact some asshole at YouTube and see what I can do to get that taken care of. However, uh, you know, we're everywhere else. I mean, you can find us on on YouTube. You can find us on Stitcher, on Spotify. You can find us anywhere. You can even find Scotty on the sex offender registry. Sure Uh, you can. Fuck, no, you can't. Right at the top of the list. (laughs) I I put you there. No, I never got caught. (laughs) I know a guy. No, no. Convicted? No, never convicted. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Well, then you're never going to get into the sex offender hall of fame. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Super Bowl edition. I like recording on Tuesdays. For those of you guys who do not know, we record on Tuesdays, and then they come out on Wednesday at you know midnight, so that way you have an entire week to listen to what we think about what happened in the sports world over the last week and weekend. Uh, and we got dealt the shittiest Super Bowl I've ever seen. 
It was pretty boring. It, I mean, you were fucking damn near falling asleep. I, I kind of might have fell asleep. I was going to say, I mean, we, we all got to watch it together, which I really enjoyed. I thought that was awesome. It because, was fun. Because now that we're doing this show and everything, and we've we've got you know followers who are actually paying attention, it's kind of cool that we get to enjoy what we do and, and you know watch sports together. So I thought that was pretty neat. But God damn. This was the rice cakes of Super Bowls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It was terrible. I mean, I, I can't say any any football game is is so bad that I just want to turn it off. But oh fuck! You know what it reminded me of? What? You remember? Was it Seattle and the Cardinals like two years ago? That like it was three to three all the way into overtime. Three. I think it ended as a three three tie. It was like a Monday night game. Or oh, okay, Sunday. so it wasn't a playoff game. No, okay. but it was like the worst fucking thing I've ever watched, except for the time I walked in on my parents. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> oh my god. And so was walking in on my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I. D- yeah, seeing my dad and my stepdad go at it like that. <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Uh, no, but I I gotta say, I mean, if if either of the teams that those those teams played for their NFC and AFC championships played against them that game, both would have got their ass kicked, in my opinion. I think yeah. the Chiefs would have absolutely crushed the Patriots, and I think I don't know, the, the Saints. Saints. Chiefs defense is awful. So I know they're I awful. Know. I know they're awful. The but, thing with this ugh. was, though, it's not like it was a stellar defensive performance from either team. Both teams just really kind of played like shit. Yeah, there was – I mean, and legitimately, Julian Edelman was the MVP. Duh. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. hands down. But, I, I mean, some of the completions to him, I mean, he was wide open yeah. by, like, six to eight yards. They only Nobody gave it to him. him because they have to give it to somebody. Yeah. no, They I'm, should have actually with withheld you. that shit. Oh, God. I mean, he, he I'm, I'm pulling up his stats right now because I, I, I was – I couldn't, you know – I mean, Brady went 21 for 35, which is – Okay, but he had an INT. He went and he only 262 yards. For Brady, that's not excellent. Mm-mm. You know what I that's mean? That's not Brady. No. And I mean, but Julian Edelman, Jesus Christ. I know he had 10 receptions on 12, I think it was 12 attempts, I believe. Yeah, 12 targets uh, for 141 yards. He didn't score a touchdown, but there was only one touchdown scored the entire game. That was Sonny Michelle rushing in for like a three yard rush. I think the crazy thing to me was that Brady didn't throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like if you would. If you would have if you would have told me that New England was going to score 13 points, I, I yeah. would have said, "Oh, they're going to get their ass kicked." Well, yeah, be- between Tom Brady and Jared Goff, not a single touchdown pass. No. Yeah, that's that is insane. Yeah, Jared Goff lit up the fucking charts with touchdown passes all year long. Yeah, Brady did all right too. Yeah, but he for did. the first half of the year, he had Cooper Cup. He did do a couple touchdown spikes on a few short hops, but that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, but it, it was it was really shocking because uh, Tom Brady had two turnovers by himself. He had the INT and then the sack fumble. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, did they get the ball on they that? They got the ball back, I think, on the sack fumble, didn't they? Uh, I don't even remember. I think they got it back. Well, I I was probably I think... thinking about anything else. Yeah, he didn't lose it. Yeah, I was he actually I was I was mowing down deviled eggs and Scotty was at the yeah. back of the room just cutting ass all night. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I was drinking beer with you and I got a little gassy. Yeah, thank but... God you didn't eat the deviled eggs. That'd have been worse. <laughs> that would have been worse. But I don't like deviled eggs, so we're good. Uh, but uh, the Super Bowl smelled like my farts. 
It just stunk the entire time. It sure uh, did. Jared Goff went 19 for 38. And this whole thing, well, he's coming from behind kind of bullshit. No. No, you're if you're down 21, you're coming from behind. Exactly. You're down three most of the fucking game. Exactly. And they, I mean, good grief. Todd Gurley, 10 attempts for 35 yards. C.J. Anderson, 7 attempts for 22 yards. They had a total of 18 because of uh, Robert Woods had one one attempt. They had 18 total attempts. That's where you can't do that. At 62 yards. That's one-dimensional. Yeah. And it was run, pass, pass. Yeah. Punt. Run, pass, mm-hmm. pass, punt. It was like the run, pass, and punt contest. Exactly. Yeah. They, they punted the ball eight straight times. They had two first downs in the first half. For fuck's sake. And I'm not even joking about this. The punters were fucking excellent. They were. They really yeah. were. They record long punt. I think what was it? Sixty four yards. I think it Super was. Super Bowl record. Yeah. Super Bowl record. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, though, I mean, how many times were were they pinned down in the fo- inside the five? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, we're seriously giving props to punters. That's it, how bad the Super Bowl was. But I mean, they were they were stopping that fucking ball like it was like somebody with a pitching wedge. Yeah, they had backspin on it and it was yeah, just it, inside the 510 whatever and it was Love the punters. They, oh, I would love Who who would make your all-time dream team if you could make every position a punter? Ugh. Who would you put on there? Ugh. Uh, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one. Holy shit! I'd leave. He'd be my first draft pick. <laughs> I'd leave Cody Parkey off there somehow. Yeah, I fuck it up. Oh shit! I had you, to bring out the Kareem Hunt one. You've Randall got... Cunningham actually. <laughs> you remember that? Uh-huh. He did a quick kick once, seventy-four yards. Oh no, I did not. Because it just fucking rolled. They weren't. It was on a third down, and he did a quick kick and. They were not expecting it, and it just fucking rolled and rolled and rolled. I think I do remember seeing. I, I mean, I wouldn't watch that game live, but by all means, I, uh, I saw. I saw I'd make him the center. God, I, I loved Randall Cunningham. The one thing though, you you do gotta hand it to is New England's def. You, I know we're we're talking about you can't award a defense or anything, but New England's defense in the in the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl both shut out the top two of the top offenses completely shut them down the first half yeah no yeah. points no points yeah i mean so there's something that's got to be said for that kyle van Oy is had a great games both of those games yeah so yeah. There, that's to be said for something yeah yeah and for what it's worth i mean i i guess i i think i i was more frustrated because i i wanted to continue to watch the game because i love the game of football mm-hmm. but i really hated watching a Apparently the two best teams with marginal defenses go up against really superpower offenses that wouldn't score because I I couldn't turn it off because I mean or I couldn't walk away from it because I was expecting okay if we if we, you know, if we change the channel you know somebody's gonna score back to back touchdowns on two bombs or yeah. some shit like that, that you know what I mean? yeah with time. those two teams it could have turned on a dime exactly it just never did and so i'm i mean our eyes are just being fucked the entire time that we're watching this thing and and poorly it, it was bad to me the best part of that super bowl was that commercial with uh emmett smith and barry sanders all of and them. all those yeah. guys all of them 100 year commercial oh that was that was better than the super bowl by far that 100% was great. by I, far that was great. I Excellent. enjoyed that more than anything. I really didn't care for the way they fucked up that cake. But other than that, <laughs> pretty good. Sure. Uh but no, I agree with you. That was the that was the best best commercial out of all of them that we saw. There was a couple of other funny ones, but I mean, they were 
majority of them were lackluster. This was the one year that I think if the, the commercials maybe were better than the Super Bowl. And yeah. I would never, oh, yeah. I would never say that. that. No. I think every year with the commercials, though, too much hype gets put on them. Yeah. I mean, I think when you look at a compilation of throughout the year's Super Bowl commercials, you come up with some really good ones. But every year, it seems like everybody's disappointed with them. Yeah. What I really like is how like T-Mobile was like, oh, get ready. It's going to be groundbreaking, and it's a free taco. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> that Now I know how my wife felt the first time we slept together. Oh, like, oh, it's going to be awesome. And then it's like, that's it? That's all I'm getting? <laughs> yep. Really? If you're just now tuning in, this is commercial chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you, man. It was it was it was pretty bad. But the main reason why I'm trying to sit here and, and defend because we 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 weren't going to turn it off. No, right? no, there's no way in hell we were going to turn off the Super Bowl. I mean, especially with what we do. But there was an ESPN ESPN analyst named Trey Wingo that absolutely goes off on people that are bitching about how the Super Bowl bowl went. And uh, this is what he says. Shut up! Just shut up! If you don't want to watch, then don't watch! Go watch the Raptors and the Knicks. Go do something else. But don't sit there for four flipping hours with your eyes glued to the game and say, Oh, this is so boring, but I can't stop watching. Oh, it's so boring. Just shut the hell up. Wow, okay. I mean, give me a break. If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. But don't watch the game and sit there and go, Oh, I hate it. That's the worst. And you people that did that, you're the worst. The absolute worst. Yeah, Jerry, we'll tell them. I don't want to hear any of that garbage. If you don't want to watch the game, don't watch the game. But don't sit there watching the game and saying, oh, I'm so bored. I can't take it anymore. Give me a break. All right, I'm done. Trey Wingo's opinion does not reflect the opinion of the Golik and Wingo. Yes, it does. Shut up. God dang. Whew. Um. He's calling us out, boys. Uh, I think he's angry because he has the name of a cartoon character that probably used <laughs> to beat up. Yeah, he probably used to yeah. beat up Doug Funny. Probably. Yeah, that, yeah. That, he's got. It's like a mix between a bad used car salesman and a televangelist name. I don't know. Yeah. Trey Wingo. I mean, I've heard of the guy before. I'm actually quite familiar with him. Well, he replaced the other mic. Because it used to be Mike and Mike in the morning, uh, yeah, and they right. hated Green. each other off air, so they decided not to do it anymore. And yeah, so Greeny and Golick, yeah, yeah. And so now he's on this show with uh, with uh, Golick, yeah. and uh, I, I'm sorry, I got to disagree with this guy a hundred and ten percent. Anything could change. We were just thought, we just said it. I mean, yes. with those two teams, anything can change in a matter of minutes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and maybe this is just kind of the defiant comedian in me coming out. I'll say whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. It's just, just, fuck you, Trey. Yes. I mean, this is America. I can watch whatever the fuck I want. I can say whatever the fuck I want about it. I don't need Trey Wingo's permission right. or blessing. Really? And you're, you disapprove. I know he listens to this podcast. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but he's... Shut up! <laughs> oh, God damn it. And, and, your, and your argument is to go watch the Knicks and the Raptors? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. I'd rather walk in on my parents again. Like, <laughs> watch that? Are you fucking serious? I mean, if, if somebody would have guaranteed us ahead of time, hey, this game is going to fucking suck, maybe then we would have not watched it. But it's the Super Bowl. Like you said, yeah. a matchup of the two top teams. We don't know ahead of time that it's going to suck, so of course we're going to watch it. Right. And we can complain about whatever the hell we want. Yeah. We don't need Trey Wingo's permission. Right. What uh? What do you think is worse? Like, like, like this game was bad. Like, yeah. And, it, and I wouldn't even say it was a defensive battle because it wasn't even that. No. Like, it's not like, 
I mean, they would they would they would move it a little bit and then just punt. They'd get it's like they each team would get to the thirty or four thirty five forty yard line and then punt. Yeah. Uh, would would do you think this like this type of game would be worse or is it the ones the Super Bowls that are like just absolute fucking blowouts? Because I think those are pretty bad too. When you get like like in the eighty five, the Bears was it like forty two to three or forty two six, like those type of those games. Those are pretty bad. Those aren't as fun to watch either. I, I will challenge you on this. Um, the they they said the best football game this year was the Chiefs against the Rams and during the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, granted, there were two turnovers with touchdowns in, involved in them, uh, but they were not defensive showings by any means necessary. They no. were total shootouts. Yeah, absolutely. I would much rather have a total shootout in the Super Bowl than. A, a field goal contest or, with punts but, involved, but I'm not talking about a or shootout. even a blowout. Oh. I'm talking about a blowout. Oh, a blowout. Yeah. Okay. Where it's, sorry. Yeah, I misunderstood. Where it's, yeah. A team loses by forty. They're down twenty twenty eight points at half. Would you rather watch that? No. Yes. I, I really? would not. I would. Not. I would. I would not rather have well, a blowout. I mean, while the game is never in question in a blowout, at least you're getting to witness something historic. Usually, usually there's some records set in that game. <clears throat> this was, I mean, if it was a regular season game, mm-hmm. it would have been fine, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I nobody would have said anything. Oh, I would have turned it off. There's at yeah. least another game on somewhere. Correct. Yeah, that's but, why I would have turned it. Yeah, this, uh, but for the Super Bowl, given what's on the line, the the NFL championship. Right. Yeah, I'd, I, I don't know. I actually have something to say to Mr. Trey uh, Wingo. Huh. I, listen. You spent how many millions and millions of dollars to advertise how great of a show this is going to be for Super Bowl 53? Like, there is actually a, a day that they have media day where they, they basically pump this game up and advertise all mm-hmm. around for it. They've got commercials that they release during this fucking game, and they expect everybody to watch it, Trey Wingo. We're not going to turn it the fuck off. Yeah. We're not going to because it's been built up in our mm-hmm. in our lives. We know that Super Bowl Sunday is a fucking holiday for a lot of sports fans. Seriously. It, we we had a small Super Bowl party over with our yeah. best friends. We had a couple of other friends join us that that we really enjoy to be around. You're our best friends too if you're yeah, listening. All yeah. God, what an asshole. Sorry. Why didn't you invite him, Scotty? You were supposed to. I uh, hey, I I I next I, year. I, yeah. We we may actually do do announcing to that very game, but we'll we'll talk about it. But also, this is the last football game until August. Exactly. Exactly. Of course, we're not going to turn it the fuck off. We have no other options. Yes, yes, NBA game. I'm sorry. No, I'm not going to turn that on. I'm not going to turn on WNBA. I'm not going to turn on some women's college basketball game. And that's pretty much my options that I have. That are reruns of some stupid ass television show for non sports fans. I'm a sports fan. This is a this is supposed to be a historical game that will go down in history as one of the most important games of well, the most important game of the 2018 19 season. Not to mention, everybody got really pissed off at me when I suggested the next Raptors game. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I wanted I, the puppy. I kind of wanted to see that. <laughs> you, yeah, Derek kept on trying to turn to the puppy bowl to see what was going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, but I'm sorry, Trey. You're fucking wrong. There's too much buildup around this game. There's too much 
Uh, it, it is legitimately a holiday to all of us. We won't turn it off. We're all bitching because it was a lackluster game, and that's the fact. You can shut the fuck up and let the people decide what they want to say, and if it outweighs your opinion, then you're fucking wrong. Have a nice day. <laughs> that's anyway. what I, that's what I want to this... do next year is I just want to call a bunch of bars on Super Bowl Sunday and be like, Hey, are you guys showing the puppy bowl? <laughs> <laughs> and while this is a holiday for most of us, usually it's like New Year's. This one was Arbor Day. That's yeah. that's what God. this this was the Arbor Day of Super Bowl. It was the John Carter of Super Bowls. Like millions <laughs> of dollars in hype and then just a flop. Yeah, like, exactly. I never even saw it. Me neither. I wish I never saw that Super Bowl though, too. Jeez. Oh, so. so yeah. So that's what that's what football season had to end on. Yeah, everything with the playoffs were so good, and then that. And then that. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's a sad day, because now uh, we got spring training and shit to, you know. And pitchers wait. and catchers report. I mean, that that's that's what we got now. I mean, yes, we have the NBA, and we've got stuff going on there. We've got college basketball, which I want to do a really cool episode of March Madness, picking our teams. I think that's going to be a lot of fun come March. Um, but the big thing that I'm – kind of thinking about is this whole Bryce Harper deal because wasn't it after the game he tweeted something yeah he tweeted loading dot 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 like he's getting ready to make his decision on where he's gonna go yeah did so, he spell out the dots or just did he <laughs> no period <laughs> no, never mind oh, I don't yeah. want to go down that <laughs> yeah we ain't going down that route <laughs> dot 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 so okay me and you had this conversation. Me and you and Jeremy actually had this conversation about uh, he. This is he's obviously the star that that everybody's paying attention to of where he's gonna go. Yeah, he's the coveted free agent. Him and Machado. Okay, so he yeah he, you're right. Him and Machado. But uh, I I can't help but say what I truly think whenever I watch the guy play. He has one of the prettiest swings since Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, mm -hmm. they, then they both hit from the same side of the plate too. But I have to say that Bryce Harper's swing is just epically, epically gorgeous. And, I mean, he guy hits home runs, he hits base hits, but apparently is he worth as much as he's expecting to get from these other teams? I don't think so. Like, they, they were expecting him, for a little bit, they were expecting him to be a $500 million player, and I think it got dialed back to 400 and now it might even be at three. Uh, and, and you see some of these guys, like last year, you look at last year, and then you had – Darvish and Arietta were the prize free agents. Right. And they didn't sign until I don't even think it's been a year since they signed. They signed right as pitchers and catchers were reporting or right after. Yeah, like yeah, right after I and think. And these these contracts, A, they handcuff a franchise. I mean, you get four hundred look at mm -hmm. the Cubs with Hayward. You can't you can, they're untradeable. Yeah. There's no trade clauses in there. Thanks for taking Hayward, by the way. I appreciate it. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh but uh <laughs> so I mean that Hayward's unmovable. You can't move Hayward. Yeah. Even Chatwood, who who's trash in the in Chicago's rotation, they got him at ten million a year for three years. He's you can't get rid of the guy. Right. So if Harper does for some reason flame out, you're just stuck. Yeah. And it handcuffs your payroll. And you look at Harper's stats, um, the games he's played. All right. In 2012, he was a rookie at night. And granted, he was 19 years old. He's right. Young. Yeah. Yeah. I figured he played 139 games. That's a lot of games for a 19 year old. Yep. Uh, he hit 22 homers. Uh, he had he ended up batting 270, which isn't that's not bad. 19 years old in the majors against major league pitching, yeah, that's, that's great. That's pretty solid. Rookie think, of the year, yep. and then in 13, 118 games. All right, a bit of a drop off there. 20 bombs and 274, so right around that 270, and then 100 games. So he's declining in games in 14, and he had 
13 home runs and he hit 273. Then he had his MVP year where everybody thought, all right, here, here's who we were expecting him to be. Uh, 42 home runs and he hit 330. And then right after that, and that was 153 games uh, in 16 the year after, uh, 24 home runs and he hit 243. And then 27 home runs, 319. That's a little more respectable. And then last year, 34 home runs, but 249. I mean, career, career-wise, he's a 279 hitter, but he's got two seasons under 250. And he has one big season at 330. Yeah. And I, I just, and he's never had over. He's never had a. He's had 100 RBIs once in his career. He had 100 exactly last this past season, and then his MVP year, he had 99. Yeah. I just. I don't see spending that kind of money for that kind of guy. Now his on base percentage is pretty decent. That year he hit the year he was MVP, it was four sixty. Right. Then it was three seventy three, four thirteen, three ninety three. But I don't see that being a four hundred million dollar player. I think no. you could go get a few pieces. What's the duration of that that he's asking for? The four hundred million, like ten years, four hundred million. Yeah. See, and that's that's or three hundred million. Whatever. The, yeah. No. How, what's he been in the league now? Five years? Uh, since twenty twelve, so seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this will be seven. This will be his seventh year. So mm-hmm. by the end of that contract, he would have had 17 years in the league. Nobody is producing like they do in their prime after 17 years. The rapid means seven drop years? off. Or, no. Oh. When he, oh, oh, if he oh, got oh, to oh, the oh, end if, of this If he contract, gets a 10-year contract, yeah. I see what you're Yeah, that's, that's, I was well, thinking about that, too. You're going to be paying him $40 million a year to probably hit 250 with 20 home runs? Well, here's the deal. At the end of that contract, though, he's only going to be 35. At ten years, because he came in at nineteen. That's pretty still, old for baseball. I mean, it's it's towards the end of your prime. I think I still wouldn't. I, I'm sorry, I can't do it as a, as an organization. If I was a head of an organization, I'm not. I'm not doing a ten year contract with anybody. If, if you even if I saw Mariano Rivera after his fourth season, I couldn't give him a ten year contract. I couldn't do that. I couldn't tie up that much money because you're right. If he flames out. Then, then what? I'm stuck. I'm there's, stuck with them. There's one player I, I'd give that money to for for that long of a time, and that, that's Trout. Trout. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I even then I'm just kind of like, God dang it, I can't do it because if he gets hurt, because Trout's the the best baseball player in the league right now. In my yeah, opinion. and has been for the last four right, or five years. Yeah. Right. Well, it, and I think that there are clauses usually in contracts where if you're injured, where you cannot sure. perform for multiple years on end, that it negates your contract. Can you do it if your numbers suck? If you don't, if you don't uh, get sometimes there's performance clauses. In see, the then, that, then I'd be a little bit more comfortable with that. Baseball's all guaranteed money. There's bonus money, right? But baseball, it's all guaranteed. Football, yeah, you can get cut. You're guaranteed so much. But baseball, you're you got what you got. Remember the Yankees and Carl Pavano. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. A big that deal. was a good one. Yeah. yeah and that was Pavano a good one. made he he ripped the Yankees financially and played. Thank God, some they're gonna should. be okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they gave him all that money, and he didn't pitch. I, I don't think he – I don't know how many games he pitched for the Yankees. Not many. Yeah. I, I just cannot imagine how big a balls you have to have to talk to your agent when you're thinking about upcoming contracts and say, yeah, what do you think, half a billion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that agent's like 10%. 10% fuck yeah. That, yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, oh, we're going to sure, go for if it. You're, if you're his agent, yeah, you're foaming at the mouth. But to actually walk into a uh, – an office with the fucking owner and the general manager and right. with a straight face say, yeah, we'd like to do a 10-year, half-billion-dollar... You remember what NASA <laughs> budgeted in the 60s to go to the moon? <laughs> we'd like 12 times that. <laughs> what the fuck? Good grief. Carl Pavano pitched uh, 17 games uh, for the Yankees. 
uh, one year, uh, two the next year, and seven the next year. Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. How how much was his contract? I'm looking that up right now. Okay, while you do that, stall, Scotty, stall. No, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go down this Bryce Harper deal. I don't I don't see a team now. Granted, if you got a five year contract with still a lot of money, I could see that. That's doable. Four years, forty million, Carl Pavano. Jesus, and oh. that was that was a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God! What years what were those? That was in 05. That's what I thought. Yeah, 04. He was eighteen and eight with a three three point zero ERA, and uh, yeah, they signed him in 05 for four years, forty. When was the year that the Yankees won the won the World Series the last time? Why do you ask me that? I don't. know. I know. That I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm going. I'm wondering. It was fourteen. Was it? They beat the, the Phillies. No, that was, no, 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 no. That was Royals and uh, Giants. Yeah. Um, I I I thought the last time that they won. 09. And they played. I think that was Phillies in 09. Okay. Yeah, they beat Halliday. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. I just know. get Great okay. pilot. Okay. In ni- <laughs> Shit. <laughs> in 1985. Yeah, but it took a bit of a nose dies at the end of his career. Yeah. Being a Royals fan, I, I, I know this. In 1985, the Kansas City Royals won the World Series. They had the second highest payroll in the league. The highest paid player on that team was George Brett at $1 million a year. Ugh. Here's some trivia for you. Actually, it wasn't Brett in 85. Do you know who the first $1 million a year player was? Not that he was the first $1 million. Just no. He was the highest paid player. Right, but he wasn't making a million because that was after that. Do you know who the first $1 million player ever was for one year? Who? Nolan Ryan. In what year? Uh, with the Astros. 89 I think it was 90 cuz George Brett signed a lifetime contract with the Royals in 79 or 80 for a million dollars a year which they mean that too lifetime he still gets 1 million dollars a year for the rest of his life 1980 but, Nolan Ryan became the first million dollar player when he signed a 4 year contract with I the Houston Astros right Okay that was 80 He signed with the Astros in 80 was it 80 I guess yeah, yeah. That's what so, this, that's it, what hey, popped up. If we're if we're wrong, we'll check it next episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Four years, four point five million, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, so eighty. Wow, that's. I crazy. knew he was the first million dollar player, though. I did know that. Yeah, the dude threw straight so, fire. You may have been. You may have yeah. been right about Brett. So I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> now I owe Jeremy a blowjob. God damn it. <laughs> All right. There you go. There you go, buddy. You Another get one week back. without YouTube. <laughs> no shit. But I know, well, Brett had that historic 1980 year where he hit 390. Yeah. So that probably would have been when they, after that is when they would have offered him that lifetime contract. Sure. What's crazy is, too, you look now at uh, back in early 2000s, you had guys that were cusping on that on that 400, even because you had Sweeney. Sweeney was hitting like 390. Uh, Todd uh, Todd Helton. Was was like three eighty nine, three ninety, but Brett's Brett's the closest. I don't know if four hundred hitting four hundred will ever get touched again. Mm. It looked like it was going to there for a little bit. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't think with Brett. I don't think anybody's. That's the closest anybody's come to even approaching it since Ted Williams. I that, think that that close for a full year. But three ninety. I think Sweeney or Todd Hilton hit like three eighty nine or three ninety. Yeah, those that, guys were just. Bat up top every year, you I know, know. I know Brett was hitting 400 at the beginning of September in '80. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then he he's always said I did exactly what I shouldn't do, which was try to hit 400. <laughs> probably right. Do yeah. you, do you guys want to know what argument I get into probably the most with just anybody that Why hates- are you spending money like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why do you buy podcast equipment? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh because I enjoy it and I like talking to you fuckers. Anyway, that's uh, the only way we come over. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh no, the reason why or the 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 argument that I get into the most are people with that that dislike baseball like horribly they, they hate baseball and I have to I have to have the conversation of well uh, baseball is the most difficult sport in the world mm-hmm. you you got people that golf professionally and that if you go out and do it you're hitting a ball on a tee right mm-hmm. that's not moving with a crooked stick. And they put shit in the way. I get it. They put sandboxes and shit and water and all this other stuff. Thank you, Robin Williams. But you're trying to hit a ball going over 95-plus miles an hour that has movement to it in ridiculous amounts of time. Like, your brain cannot actually process that information. It has to do with, like, muscle memory. And if you ever watch somebody that's up at the plate and batting, Whenever the pitcher releases is the ball, they've already started. They step yeah. before they, it. Yeah, get, their comes emotions out of their already hand. started, but they never blink. They don't Just have watch, time. Watch that because if they do, they miss the ball. They don't. They don't see the trajectory of it. The best. Yeah, you've got less than three quarters of a second to first determine whether or not it's going to hit you. Mm-hmm. Then decide if it's going to go over the plate in right. the strike zone. Then you have to have the hand-eye coordination to put a round bat on a round ball square enough. Yeah. To put it in play. Right. The, in in a place where nobody else is. Yeah. The best argument I've heard about, about baseball, just about the difficulty of it, is it's the only sport where, uh, like you would say, a 300 hitter is good. That's, that's a pretty yeah, good that's, hitter. That, that's, that's a great, that's a great hitter. hitter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's the sport where uh, you're considered a great hitter if you fail seven out of ten times. You've Actually, you make the Hall of Fame if your career batting yeah. average is, yes. is over 300, which means that— Not necessarily, Mark Grace. Uh, oh, well, yeah, that's true. If if you can go, he should have made it though. Mm-hmm. You you and your cubby buddy. If you only fail thirteen out of twenty times, you will be considered the best ever to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For your entire career, if you can hit three fifty for your career, nobody else. Yeah. Will. Yeah. Especially that's in of. today's game. Yeah. That, no, that that can't be. Done. That that's how hard baseball yes. is, and it has the most games. You play damn near every day. 162 games in 180 days. Yes. So that being said, that doesn't mean people are going to like it because it's hard. I mean, look at, not that I'm saying it's a sport, but let's look at soccer. Now, soccer is a very difficult thing to do. Why? Because they make it that way because they don't use their fucking hands. They play it with their feet, which is stupid. All you do is run. But it it makes the game so impossibly difficult that it's, Almost impossible to score, especially at the top levels. That doesn't make it fun to watch. In fact, it's unwatchable. I I drove by some high school kids in soccer practice a while back, and I got bored. Yeah. Just from driving by them. My favorite was uh, they were doing uh, one of the comedy tours in Iraq one year. It was Jeff Ross, and uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He plays uh, Farmer Fran and the Water Boy, the guy that can't blink something. uh, Blake... Blake, Damn it. If you wouldn't have asked me, I could have told you. Uh, um, but they're yeah. driving by. Blake Clark. Blake Clark. And they're driving by the, so- the soccer stadium in Iraq. And mm-hmm. uh, because they're doing tours for the troops. And 
the guy Blake Clark goes, "Oh wow, is that the stock the soccer stadium where Saddam tortured and uh, tortured tortured a bunch of people and, and killed them?" And he goes, "No, that's the torture stadium where Saddam had him play soccer in front of him." <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, if you guys are curious, okay, I'm assuming you know who has the the highest career batting average of all time. Gwen, isn't it? Nope, nope, no. Cobb, no. is it Cobb? Our, it is Ty Cobb. Cobb. But I Jim, know Gwen's your boy, so I was like, Gwen yeah, he's is, throwing Gwen me a curveball. Gwen is my boy. I was going to say, if we're going way the fuck back, yeah, yeah. It's, it had to have been somebody back before they threw breaking balls and now, 100 are, miles an hour. Yes. Are we talking on a tee or off a tee? Because I know a guy that can hit a ball <laughs> uh-huh. off a tee pretty goddamn well, hard. Well, not, not so much with the bat. It, the, I flash the leather. Flash That's where the leather. I shine. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. Uh, but can you guess what Ty Cobb's batting average was? I'll give you, I'll give you five, ten point leeway. Four career? eleven. N- career? No, that's too high. Three seventy. You're pretty close. Goddamn right, I am. Goddamn right, he is. I knew it Any, was anything. Somebody, it was above three fifty, probably. It is above three fifty. Yeah, three sixty eight. Uh, now that makes you closer, but no, three six, three three sixty six. Okay. So, so if you think about that, uh. Ty Cobb. Now, granted, back then I, I've got to make this, you know, kind of deal that they were th- literally throwing the fastest guys were throwing like seventy-five mile an hour. Yeah, I mean, okay, and and they were also throwing from. Uh, you also got to think, take into account that they were also throwing from from only sixty feet, not sixty feet six inches. Mm-hmm. Do you know who moved the tr- the pitching mound back six inches? Bob Gibson. Really? Yeah, because he was fucking throwing gas. Anyways, so. There's all kinds of, you know, and six inches actually. That's makes, a lot. I tell my wife that all the time. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had six inches to give. Yeah. Uh, if but, I had six inches, she'd be a lot happier. Uh, right. Uh, but anyways, as far as as guys that, you know, are, God, man, there's not a whole bunch. I mean, uh, my boy Tony Gwynn was 18th. So, and, and he was, uh, let's see, he was hitting uh, th- uh, 338. Oh, so God. I'm not even gonna say it. Speaking of the six inches thing, <laughs> no, this is a serious deal. Uh, I'm scared. No, Kurt Schilling, yeah, was on. Uh, I forget what ESPN show he was on, and he was telling the story. And I think ESPN actually went to commercial mid segment over this whole deal. Oh God, I'm I'm excited. Um, he was he had to sp- he spoke uh, at this. He was talking about how he spoke at this this event. I don't know if it was a graduation, a college graduation, or what it was. Yeah. And it was after the bloody sock deal and all that. And he was talking about how uh, the the ump was squeezing him real bad at home plate. Yeah. And so finally, Kurt had had enough. And he's like, I already knew. I'm, I'm getting thrown out. He's like, I can't. I There's nothing I can do. This guy's just squeezing the hell out of me. Yeah. And so he goes up and he's like, what the hell's wrong? Like, what's wrong with these pitches? He's yelling at the ump. And he goes, uh, I'm only missing by like. He's like, I'm missing by six inches. He goes, you're missing by six inches. And he's like, apparently, he's like six inches. And he holds his fingers up, maybe a half inch apart. And he's like, that's six inches, <laughs> like screaming at the ump. And so he goes to speak at this event. And uh, or no, I, let me take this whole thing back. God damn it. Okay, so he speaks at this event first before the ump. And uh, the ump's talking about how gate baseball can sometimes can be a game of inches, and yeah. and talking about this whole deal. And then Kurt comes up and he's like. Yeah, but apparently to an ump, this is six inches, and holds his holds his fingers up and move <laughs> and, and and makes a joke on the ump. So fast forward, Schilling's pitching in the game, and he's getting squeezed, and it's that same ump that's umping home plate. Oh shit! And Kurt comes up and he goes, "What the hell's going on? Da 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 da! This is bullshit!" And the ump goes, "Yeah." He goes, uh, 
He goes, I'm barely missing. He goes, by about six inches. And he held <laughs> like and held his fingers up, like the coming back at the joke, like he was getting revenge on Schilling. Oh, that's and sucks. the second that that he'd said that, like mid sentence, ESPN went to commercial. Like that was it. <laughs> that's great. Now, now that's I baseball, remember baby. I remember and I was real little, but I remember watching this live. It was I want to say eighty three ALCS Royals uh-huh. and Tigers. And I want to say it was Splitorf was Paul Splitorf was pitching and the ump was squeezing him pretty good. And so he had uh, the catcher, you know, go out for an intentional walk and drilled it right down the middle, nutted that fucking umpire. (laughs) (laughs) See, I remember a couple of times where that's happened. If you, uh, I'll see if I can find that clip of Schilling. Yeah. And if I can find it, I'll post it to our page so you guys can see exactly what I'm like. You can see the exact interview of what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah it's been, definitely. It's been some time. I posted the uh, chameleon air story that we talked about last week with Jordan. Yeah. Uh, that's on there too. But I will post if I can. I will see if I can find that Schilling and I'll post that on there for you guys so you can see that. Yeah. But um, anyways, so the other thing I want to go since we're in baseball. Since we are in baseball, we might as well. It's officially baseball season. Uh, well, pretty much. I mean, we got the NBA, and we'll probably touch a little bit on the NBA, a little bit here and there. And like I said, March Madness and stuff. But, and you got the Davis yeah, trade, what Bron Bron wants to do. Yeah, exactly, which I, I'm kind of enjoying that a little bit. God, myself. the last offer was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was like Kuzma. The whole fucking team. Kuzma, Ingram, and two first-round picks. Yes. Are you? And, and they said that. I read today the Lakers pulled out. Because they were asking, the Pelicans still wanted more. Yeah. Which, I don't understand mortgaging that much of the future when that you can just fucking sign the guy next year as a free agent. Yeah. Nobody's beating Golden State this year anyway. They might as well just give him the damn trophy. Yeah. I'm 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 still pulling from my Raptors. Yeah, I know. You're you're a Van Vliet guy. If I'm I a were, Van Vliet guy. You should be a Shamit guy. He's I doing am. a little I'm, better. I, I like, they had I, a good game against the Knicks from what I understand. Well, <laughs> you know. On Sunday, yeah, but we should have we should have just changed yeah, it. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> well, I wanted to. I, I know, but I can't. We can't do it. Like we uh, said earlier, we just uh, can't fucking do it. But um, and I didn't have the remote. Yeah, and well, <laughs> and, uh, guys, we're let's be serious. I mean, we're we're kind of NBA guys, but just not not. Uh, That's actually probably my weakest thing. Uh, I I lose interest in basketball once they leave college. Yeah, I'm I I can't say that because I'm biased and I have players that are now going to the NBA. <laughs> my weak subject is women's <laughs> lacrosse. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not very good. At- <laughs> oh, now we're on my strong suit. Yeah. Oh man, I, I I shit you not. I watched the fucking cornhole tournament. Did you? Oh yeah, you that's a like, lot of fun. That was some yeah. fun shit. That inspired I'm like, me and Derek to yeah. participate in a cornhole tournament. How'd you yeah. do? Not good. Yeah, we got cornhole. <laughs> I'm a much better t-ball player than a cornhole player. That's... And a BJ giver. Uh, yep, yep. God, Speaking I, of I all really the way down to the hill, like I am. I feel like I really underperformed. <laughs> well, give me another shot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so now we're off of Bryce Harper. Let's get <laughs> let's get to the 30th anniversary of a of a gentleman that is not in the Hall of Fame. That while we were talking these numbers of some of these great batting averages, uh, he's not in there. His name is uh, Mr. Pete Rose. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'm. I've been told that I'm going to get my mind changed, but I think he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to give you some food for thought. Okay. Um have Have we seen how he's signing his baseballs now? Uh, he his number that's all is, he does his number of hits which four thousand three hundred and fifty six. I was going to two hundred fifty six, 
and zero steroids is how he's, he's some of them. right some, some of them are like i'm sorry he'll, i broke up the beatles pete rose and i saw right whatever you yeah, want he'll write whatever you want yeah he'll he, write his fucking he, phone number and address on there for yeah. a good time call pete rose yeah <laughs> and the other the other thing is is like he'll he'll sign shit like i i assassinated jfk pete rose i mean he'll sign anything because he's needing money yeah mm-hmm. but the the primary way that he does it if you don't tell him otherwise is hits 4,256, steroids, zero. Mm-hmm. Now this, I, I have very passionate feelings about Pete Rose. Okay. And if I could, I'd like to take the floor for a few minutes. Okay. So that I can say like I want to, hey, Pete Rose, go fuck yourself. Now, first off, I want to say that these opinions are extreme and they are my opinions alone. They do not necessarily reflect, obviously don't reflect the rest of the sports cast here. Also, I understand that my opinions are heavily influenced by the fact that I find Pete Rose to be perhaps the most unlikable human being on the planet. <laughs> that is an opinion that I formed long before he got his lifetime ban from baseball. Uh, you know, he was banned. I was like 12 years old when all that went down. And long before that, I had already could tell as a little kid, this is a guy who wears his asshole on his sleeve. <laughs> That's the kind of guy that Pete Rose is. Now, first off, I want to break this down into like three parts. He, the, the message that he puts on this baseball basically is, is a shot across the bow to Major League Baseball and to the Hall of Fame saying how he got his 4,256 hits, a career record in Major League Baseball, without using steroids. And to that, I say, no fucking shit. <laughs> Nobody thought Pete Rose used steroids. If you took everybody and lined them up who thought Pete Rose used steroids, you could count them all on no fucking hands. <laughs> and I don't know how everybody else deduced that, but for me, the thing that tipped me off was his doughy, pudgy Danny DeVito physique. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, even in his prime, the guy ran first to third in just under a minute and a half. <laughs> Nobody suspected him of steroids, and people who didn't know baseball never suspected him of being an athlete. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if, if, they, if somebody who didn't know baseball saw him in street clothes, they would have thought he was a cab driver or a carpet salesman. <laughs> never a fucking athlete. Now, that being said, he's bitching and moaning about how he's not in the Hall of Fame and he's been banned for life from baseball. But there's guys who use steroids who haven't been banned from baseball. But if you notice, Pete, and I know he listens to the show, (laughs) baseball and the Hall of Fame are not exactly embracing the steroid users out there. You've got Roger Clemens, who's won more Cy Young Awards than anybody in history, third all-time in strikeouts, getting blacklisted. you got Barry Bonds, single season and career home run leader, getting blacklisted. You know, you got Conseco, McGuire, Guys who use steroids, they're not getting in either. So this is really a pointless argument. Now, we can talk steroids all you want. Are they bad for the game? Yes. Are they cheating? Absolutely. It's fucking despicable. But when it comes to the case of Pete Rose, they are inconsequential because it doesn't change anything that Pete Rose did. Pete Rose is banned from baseball because he bet on baseball, and more importantly, he bet on games that his team was playing in. Now, why is that important? I'll tell you why. Long-standing rule. Came into play in, made official in 1925. It's uh, Major League Baseball Rule 21, Section D, Article 2. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I can recite this to you. Any player, umpire, club, or league official, or employee who places a bet 
uh, or places a wager, I'm sorry, of any amount on a baseball game in which the better has a duty to perform shall be considered permanently ineligible. That's the fucking rule. And if, if you listen to that, that does not leave any room for any interpretation. And that is by design. In 1919, we all know the Chicago Black Sox scandal. Yeah. Where they ate players from the White Sox, took money from gamblers to intentionally lose the World Series. That rule, it took them six years to get the wording of that just right. And it doesn't matter, as Pete Rose has always said, <clears throat> excuse me, that he never bet against his team. But the rule doesn't say anything about that. It's do not bet on baseball. Even if you bet on baseball games where you're not involved, that's still a one-year ineligibility. Yeah. Now, in 1989, baseball commissioner came forward with an investigation, did a very thorough one, that showed for years Pete has not only been betting on baseball games, but he's been betting on games that involved his team. In 1988 alone, he did it not once and not twice, but 52 fucking times. That's how many times he violated a very sacred, long-standing rule. And it's not a commissioner's decision either. People like to blame it on a harsh decision. That's the fucking rule. The punishment in it is stated permanently ineligible. You don't want a baseball commissioner who says, yeah, fuck the rules. That's the last thing you want. So that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame is because he broke the fucking rules. And you can't even say he didn't know the rules. Because in every major league clubhouse and player entrance and uh, minor league facility, front office, spring training facility, they've made it mandatory. There's a big fucking sign in there in big, bold letters. Do not bet on baseball. And it has rule 21 right below it. It says exactly what you can do. Not to mention four times a year, mandatory team meetings in which management explains to the players this rule very in depth. Which means in 1988, all the players from the Cincinnati Reds had this rule explained to them by their manager. Who was it? Pete fucking Rose. <laughs> so you can't even claim ignorance. And besides that, it's not a hard rule to follow. Yeah. You don't have to do anything to follow this rule. It requires nothing of you. It just requires that you don't do something. You have to go above and beyond being an asshole to go out and break this rule. Now. That's why I don't have the argument with people, typically, that using steroids is worse, or it, what he did is not, is not as bad as using steroids to cheat. Now, since I have the floor, I'll go ahead and address it. What he did, actually, was not as bad as using steroids. It was fucking worse. <laughs> and I'll explain why. Because I feel like it needs some ex explanation. Uh, up until recently, the only place where you could place a legal sports bet was in the state of Nevada. Now, that's where all the legit sports books were. Pete Rose managed the Cincinnati Reds, and if you're keeping score at home, that's not in Nevada. <laughs> it's in Ohio, which, by the way, huge organized crime state. That means he had to go to a local sports bookie, who, by definition, is a criminal. <laughs> he is being backed by criminals. High-level, high-ranking criminals by the time he makes his first sports bet and he's the most recognizable face in baseball too they knew exactly who they were dealing with and they were happy to take his bet because when he places his first bet on baseball 
Now they have leverage on a major league manager, a guy who can throw games by doing shit that would be basically undetectable. He controls the batting lineup, the pitching rotation, substitutions, days off, all that. You could have a pitcher that's just fucking mowing them down, but you're getting in the late innings and say, yeah, he looks tired. And people just say that's his managing style. They won't suspect you of cheating. Now, I have no idea if he actually ever did get squeezed by these guys to throw games or not, but he can't prove that it didn't happen. And one thing that's been the most consistent about Pete Rose is his fucking dishonesty. He has lied about all of this all throughout. So I have no idea. And if you want to dismiss that as conspiracy theorist horseshit, keep this in mind. He started managing that team in 1984, and he kept managing them till he got his lifetime ban in 1989. And in that whole time, he never made the postseason. And in 1990, after he was gone, Reds won the World Series. I don't know that that means anything, but it sure calls a lot of shit into question. And baseball is more than just a game. It's a fucking institution and a sacred one at that. I'm a guy who personally would have given anything for one fucking game to wear a major league uniform. I would have cherished every second of it. Pete Rose got to do it every day for 26 years, if you count the time he managed, and he had no fucking respect for it. And he challenged the integrity of the game and he called it all into question, and he opened it up to corruption. Steroids enhances the performance of the individual. Opening the door to corruption negates the performance of everyone involved. So for doing that, Pete Rose, go fuck yourself. Brought to you by Crazy Pete's Hotel and Casino, featuring the greatest sports book in the Midwest with over 50-plus TVs. Don't just bet on baseball, bet on all sports. Don't forget to dine at the Hall of Fame Grill, where space is limited. Make your reservations today, located at 1311 Go Fuck Yourself Avenue, Cincinnati, Ohio. Very well done, Jeremy. Very well done. Now. I know. Now. Now. Okay. So, I still think he was one of the best baseball players of all time without question okay that is more or less what i am i'm an advocate for now granted i i I think he's an asshole right he's an ineligible asshole he's an ineligible he called my friend brian fat yeah what oh yeah where in the fuck does he get that's like (laughs) that's more audacious than me calling pete rose fat my 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 best is fat one of my best friends brian is was at one time was like 500 pounds yeah, and he and he lost. Well, yeah, like, he's fat. Yeah, he's, he, he he's, lost he, like two hundred thirty pounds. He's but, our friend, but he goes but, and meets uh, Pete Rose at this event, and and he goes and he says, "Hey, Pete, I just want to let you know I'm just a really big fan." And Pete Rose is like, "Wow, you are a big fan." Oh, what a dick! And I was like, "What a fucking asshole move to do." Uh, it's yeah. actually kind of funny, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's has an he ever gotten move. on stage? No, he should. Not. He should open mic it. Pete Rose, yeah, oh, when Jesus. he's not. No, but Sports I mean, like, player. if you if you take baseball stats, and this is where I'm going, was Hanna, was was uh, Ty Cobb a, a good guy? W- w- what we know of him, most people say he was a complete and total prick. Oh yeah, of... he assaulted a guy in a wheelchair in the stands once. Yeah, but he had <laughs> he a beat up a fucking peanut vendor with a baseball bat. Jesus Christ, I was just talking to him and sliding into second base with his fucking spikes no, up. No, he was a fucking racist, bigoted, jagoff. I've heard that, and I've heard other stories too. But I mean, everybody understands him as didn't as care an for answer. Robert Wool either. Well. But but for what it's worth, like that's my comparison. I sit there and say, okay, well, Ty Cobb was an asshole, but he's still in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest players of all time. 
he but never did team. anything to become ineligible. Yeah, yeah, he didn't bet on his own that's, team or against his team. Or that, that that's the only of. thing that matters is he broke a rule with a very well placed consequence to it. Okay, you are ineligible. Okay, how about this? But what what's the uh, the rule says that you cannot be inducted into the Hall of Fame for a lifetime, um, or well, for his no. lifetime? Um, there's a lifetime ban. They they call it a lifetime ban. This is actually only Major League Baseball's rule. Okay. The Baseball Hall of Fame has said, and they said this long before Pete Rose, that whatever decision Major League Baseball makes, they will honor it when it comes to inducting people into the Hall of Fame. Okay. So it is the Hall of Fame's policy okay. to keep him out, but it's, I think, a good policy to honor sure. Major League Baseball's rulings. Yeah. Um. Now, when they say permanently ineligible, I don't know, because they always say lifetime ban, but it says right. permanently ineligible. Uh, so I don't know if he can, I, I've heard that he could possibly be inducted posthumously, and honestly, that can't come soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really, you know, you could have a fucking betting pool on when he's going to die, but I'm guessing he might try to fix that too. <laughs> Well, what all I'm saying is these are some of his accolades here. Uh, MVP, he was Rookie of the Year, 17-time All-Star, three-times World Series. Uh, he made it to the World Series. Uh, two-time Gold Glove. Uh, he's won the Silver Slugger uh, and World Series MVP, three-times batting title. Yeah, and, and nobody denies he was, baseball he was a Hall stats, of Fame career. Yeah, stud. Yes. Baseball stats, stud. Yeah, first ballot, baseball stats. Yeah. But when you lie repeatedly, like first it was, I never bet on baseball for years. And then it was, okay, I bet on baseball, yeah. but I never bet on my own team. Right. And then it was like a year or two later, okay, I bet on baseball and I bet on my own team. But other than that, like I, I swear I never bet against my team. So it's like, well, what, what's next? You and know what I mean? Like, How do you trust a guy? I don't here, believe a word out of his fucking mouth. And here's what gets me is the players who played under him when he was a manager. Like, like what I was saying, how they never made the postseason, and then suddenly with the, basically the same roster – Won the World Series. Now, as a player, I know that these guys, they hate to lose, but they can accept it if they think it's fair and square. Mm -hmm. But now these guys are left to wonder, well, did we lose fair and square or were we put in a no-win situation? Yeah. How many more championships could we have had? Were we set up? We don't know. Pete Rose did that to them, and he doesn't give a shit. The way he signs these balls, this fucking flippant bullshit, shows that he kind of acknowledges what he did and the spectrum on it. He's also shown that he doesn't give a shit because the only person he ever cared about was Pete Rose. Yeah. It's, it's a pity party on his fucking... And the funny thing is, like, and, and I collect autographs, and I know a decent amount about this, is, like, if you want to go buy an autograph... If you want to go buy just a regular official Major League Baseball, just to go buy one that they, that they use in the game, not a game used one, brand new, the same ones that the players use, it's around, I think it's around $29. If the, you wanna, just the ball. Just the ball. Okay. If you want to buy a ball, that same ball signed by Pete Rose, about $50 to $55. Yeah. Pete Rose has done nothing but sign his name on everything. Because I'm to the point where I think Pete Rose would sign my dick if I paid him enough and if it was big enough to get his whole name on it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. We, we know that's... It's, uh, It'd probably just be like P dot R with the, like the <laughs> end of the R tail missing. My 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 whole my biggest thing with him, because I I do love baseball so much. I do too. Is that 
he did the only thing that has ever seriously threatened to take down Major League Baseball. It's the whole reason that that rule was created. Right. It's the whole reason why there is a zero tolerance policy. The the steroid thing, should they be banned for life for using steroids? I kind of think so. Yeah, it's cheating. But yeah. it's only recently become a problem, and the rules for it up until now really weren't all that cut and dry. Yeah, and I think and, it's I think it's kind of impressive that they, they haven't been voted in. A lot of these guys, you're right. Hey. Roger Clemens, uh, Barry Bonds, and people like that, which which Barry Bonds, you guys have to understand, Barry Bonds has some of the most crazy records of all time. That year that he hit 70 home, or 70, sorry, not 70, 72, 72 yeah. I think. Uh, which was also his hat size, 72 inches. Exactly, yeah. because it, it originally was like six and seven eighths. Whenever he first got into the league, I'm joking. It really wasn't, but I mean, God, his yeah, head he blew up first after got he in. had steroids because that's what steroids does to you. Yeah, but anyway, uh, do you know how many times he was like intentionally walked that oh, he year? Holds the oh, record, stupid. yeah, holy well, shit! Well, he holds the career record for intentional walk. Yes, it was insane. I I don't know the numbers. Here's but. my here's my thing. If you're if if you're even considering letting Pete Rose in. You better before you let him in. You go back and you let Joe Jackson in, because yeah. Joe Jackson shoeless still Joe? shoeless Joe. He held the all-time steals record until Ricky Henderson broke it. Yeah, he was the only one out you of that Black got, Sox scandal. You have got to be kidding me! Shoeless Joe Jackson's not in the Hall. No, well, he was because he was, a, he was in the Black Sox. He was in the Black fan, and I've read that book and read that story, and I missed. Still ineligible. I cannot believe he he. Oh my! Well, yeah, he was permanently banned from baseball. I just automatically assumed he was in. No, uh-uh. so if you're he was in, a, he, he's Buck in the, he's not in. He's in the top ten uh, of the. Uh, he's in the top ten of the of uh, batting average, lifetime uh-huh. batting average too. Three fifty six. He, yes. he could have possibly gone on to be considered the best of all time. Wow. But his name got swept under the rug to obscurity. And there's a lot of proof that says that while he received money, he didn't know what it was for, and he hit well in the stats, series. Yeah, he had no errors. Mm-hmm. He hit. It was over 340, I think, for the World Series. So, and they say that he was kind of a rube anyway; that he wasn't, he w- couldn't read, uh, just not very well educated. So there's yeah, the fact that, that, that he was probably the, buffaloed. Yeah, that's and, one of the better. Uh, and all eight guys, by the yeah. way, were acquitted in a court of law. And we still don't. But because allow. they were so suspected, yeah, you know, Major League Baseball is a private organization. They're not a court of law. They don't have to go by hard facts and evidence. They can go by their own opinions, mm-hmm. make their own rules. And just the mere, you know, presence of impropriety mm-hmm. said that they will be banned for the rest of their life from the game of baseball. Yeah. Another interesting fact about Joe Jackson, you said he couldn't read. He also couldn't write. He couldn't write. Well. Yeah. His wife uh, signed a lot of his autographs. That's exactly yeah. what I was getting ready to say. His wife signed a lot of the autographs that's, that are out there. His wife signed. Right. Mm-hmm. And and actually, the and very... And he did wear shoes. <laughs> he did wear shoes. It was Most just of the one time, game. Yeah. It was just one game. He bought, a, he, he bought a brand new pair of spikes. The spikes were really uncomfortable, so he took them off in like the third inning or something like that mm-hmm. and played the game barefoot, and that's why he's named Shoeless Joe. That's why I'm pantless Derek Alder. <laughs> because I bought a pair of pants one time, and that we won't hey, even get into We're not even going to go into that. Yeah, but I was growing my playoff beard on my bush, and that was... <laughs> oh, God. And now he lives in a cornfield. But, <laughs> Shoeless uh, Joe, not y- You're right on the... No, I live in a cornfield. <laughs> oh, do you really? Oh. <laughs> Damn, that's why I like to eat. That's why I like to eat corn. Every time I eat it, I'm like, I'll see you later. Yeah. Uh, 
but uh, but you're exactly right. On Shoeless Joe Jackson, uh, he he uh, was illiterate and uh, he couldn't sign his own name. But the times that he did, his wife was actually trying to teach him how to mm-hmm. sign his name. There's autographs of him out there, but there are few and far between. There are a lot. Then there are usually he made an X if he did it himself. Huh? He usually just made an X if he signed it himself. If he it, well it, at the at the ball game, but if like he was in a certain situation, his wife would actually coach him through right. signing certain oh. signing his name, and they looked hideous. But but that's how you kind of knew that it was his. Him. Yeah, what was a douchebag. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> that's how you knew it was him. I mean, me and me and Derek are big huge memorabilia guys. If you guys. Um, I, we are probably going to do a short video that we're going to put on our Facebook page after this episode. Uh, but there will be probably tons of memorabilia in the, uh, well, in the background. Derek has tons more. Well, we're not talking about that though. Okay. Or my address. Okay. That too. <laughs> I have some too. The nice thing about being a Royals fan is that it's all Royals memorabilia is worthless. <laughs> Dirt cheap. Other yeah. than Bo Jackson stuff, that is still off yeah, the that's, fucking charts. It is still off the fucking charts. I told you. I, I can I get a helmet. I can get yeah. a. I can get a Raiders helmet. Not too bad. I told which you. Which I'm looking for. But a Royals, uh, Bo Jackson baseball. If you want to buy it like on eBay, it's still like 115 bucks. Yeah, it's still pretty up there. That's. That's not bad though. I'd, I got I'd a be Brett okay Saberhagen for like eleven dollars. So, Ooh. but I also who the fuck is that guy? Brett Saberhagen? You know, two-time Cy Young award yeah. runner. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. Nineteen eighty-five World Series MVP. Nope, wasn't born. I don't know. Hmm. You fucking child. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. God. I know. I know. But millennials. It is what it is. But I do. I do have to say. Every single episode for the last couple of episodes, we have done a uh, an exquisite job of uh, of uh, you know doing our little ad for Strike Force Energy. Talk about a performance enhancer that <laughs> won't get you banned. Yeah, right. That okay. we know of yet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, could I say one more thing about that? What you got? Pete Rose's former teammate Mike Schmidt has, well, he's never said Pete by name. He has said that during the eighties that he can't recall a single teammate that he played with that didn't come into the clubhouse hungover that didn't take greenies to power through it. Uh-huh. Now, Pete Rose was the shortstop. Mike Sweeney was the third baseman. So I'm guessing Mike that he, Schmidt was er, the third baseman. Schmidt, yeah. What did I say, Sweeney? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Royals. That was your, that was your all-star Royals. team. <laughs> yep, Mike exactly. Schmidt. Um, yeah, he remembers him, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Probably. Because he's Pete Rose. And, and he, he had a magical mustache. He didn't exclude him from that. And greenies, if you don't know, are uh, stimulant. Uh, what do they call them? Amphetamines. PCP. They're am- amphetamines <laughs> that, by today's standards, would get you oh, uh, suspended. They're they're on yeah. the banned substance list now. Mm-hmm. So I don't hold that against Pete because the, they weren't against the rules back then. But if Pete says he didn't do PEDs, yeah. yeah, I did. Well. I, I have been told mm. by by the gentleman who provides us the strike force energy. Mm. Uh, he did a video for you, didn't he? He did. He did. He did. And it turns he actually out he... did did lake water. Uh huh. It was puddle water. It was puddle filtered well, lake water. It was unfiltered lake water. But he called Jeremy the softball defensive he, player. I did. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, did. Or he did. That 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 video is already irrelevant. Like and, that's, oh, no, don't say that. Yeah. If I ever meet this guy, it, he better hope I haven't taken strike force. Otherwise, we're gonna fight. <laughs> He's gonna beat him with a tee. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Yeah. Not, not a tee ball bat. 
Just the T. Just That's the T. Right. That's an awkward thing to swing around to. Just the T sounds like just the tip. Just Where, the T. <laughs> I don't shorten things. I don't speak text. <laughs> OMG. Our sponsor is StrikeForceEnergy.com. It's a good buddy of mine, uh, that, uh, and it's a very well-known uh, product. Uh, a lot of my friends in the military actually use it uh, daily, uh, use it as a, uh, I mean, basically as an energy drink uh, substitute. Uh, they come in uh, a lot of different ways. They come in uh, a box of 10, which if you use the promo code at strikeforceenergy.com of uh, no more cans. You can also use that to get a mastectomy. <laughs> God. Half you price. get 20% off of your total order. So uh, check them out. They are uh, very good friends of the show. They come in a grape, lemon, orange, original, and asparagus. <laughs> no, coffee. Oh, coffee. Coffee they actually just released, which I'm kind of curious on what is how that works. Original flavored. Original tastes is like it, fruit punch. Are you sure it's not like the Colonel's original no. recipe? No, it's not original recipe. How'd they get that? It's a secret it blend of yeah. 11 herbs and spices. And I don't know what those 11 herbs and spices are. All I can tell you is one of them ain't nutmeg. <laughs> <laughs> No, that it norm it actually tastes like fruit punch to me. I've tried all I've tried all of them. Uh, they work. You don't get jitters after after you take them. I mean, I mean, I they ha- it has it has huh? I hate jitters. Yeah, I don't either. I, I heard like I heard that Michael J. Fox took them and still got jitters. Oh no, that's just because he has uh, Parkinson's. Oh oh, different thing. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, but very good maybe product. It was, maybe it was Muhammad Ali. <laughs> that was a house. good piece of improv, boys. <laughs> He set it up and Scotty slammed it down. <laughs> Kapow! Stepped on it like a cockroach. Yeah. I don't yes and a motherfucking thing. Uh, but do check Strike them out. Strike, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Uh, check them out. Use the promo code No More Cans. Get 20% off of your order. They do deliver everywhere in the entire world. But are we the good? whole world? Yeah, the whole world. You're telling me that military motherfuckers use this shit. You mean if I want to use this in Antarctica, they will deliver that to Antarctica. There is a guy on a on a polar bear that'll run that shit out to you. He's all hopped up on strike force. He'll get it there. Yeah, he'll get it there. He gives he gives a strike force to the polar bear. Is the guy that maybe the guy in Denver that strangled the mountain lion with Brugillian jujitsu? Yeah, was taking strike force. Brugillian. (laughs) Brugillian. That's right. You know who could have used it? Who? The Rams and the Patriots. No yeah. You know who doesn't need it? Trey fucking Wingo. That's who. Yeah. Somebody He's fucking. He's hyped up enough it is. No, he, it is. He Shut in, up. He injected that shit straight into his yeah. main vein. Brugillian. Oh, his Brugillian vein. <laughs> uh, but anyways, guys, I really hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Please do me a favor. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Unless... Tell your enemies if you hate us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, spread this. We 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 kind of depend on you uh, as far as telling people about this show. So if you know somebody who's a sports fan that doesn't mind a little bit extra swearing from here and then, here and now, whatever, use it. Tell them we we love doing this show uh, very much. Uh, also follow us on Facebook, which is the Unfiltered Sportscast on Facebook. I promise we will get YouTube back up and running, unless they are continue to be assholes. Well, there's no more blowjob bets for at least a week. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. I, well, yeah, yeah. You're, I would you're say until right. the the Sun Belt Conference tournament. I thought no was, more blowjob bets. I would say the whack. Yeah, the whack. Oh, all right. We'll yeah, go the whack. whack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think the whack. Force. 
Uh, but definitely do tune in next week. Like we said, we uh, like to record on Tuesday evenings, record the episodes Wednesday mornings. So look out for that and release subscribe. the episode. Wednesday yeah, morning. what I say? Record. I'm sorry. Release. Yeah. You Brugillian dumbass. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. We released the episode Wednesday morning. So uh, like we said, tell your friends, check us out on Facebook at the Unfiltered Sportscast. Do us a favor. And uh, what is it, Derek? Take that filter off and make it dirty. We'll see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>